some creepy tone to that which is purely unintentional it's just you know either way what's up y'all it's your boy the one and only a switch aka the buttermilk bastard aka give you a dollar um give me a dollar i'll give you three quarters <laughs> aka um, the undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion, aka a man of many E3 dreams, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 108 to be exact. Uh, today's date is uh, June 10th, 2021. And it's that time of the year, y'all. It's that time of the year. And by that time of the year, I mean E3. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go. E3, baby. It's destiny. You and me, <laughs> I'm not a rapper though. Um, yeah, man. One of my favorite times of the year. That's for sure. Uh, the first Christmas of the year, E3 slash summer games fest. Who boy. And, uh, yeah, summer games fest just happened earlier today and boy, oh boy, we got some stuff to talk about some stuff to discuss some stuff popped off in the best way. I mean, um, Ooh, man. Uh, yeah. So I think, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of stuff to discuss. So without further ado, let's stop that dilly dally and, and get right into it. Um, first topic of discussion, discussion, <laughs> um, E3 baby or yeah that so it's, it it feels way more complicated I think just for for sake of clarity I'm just gonna say E3 because this whole summer games fest slash E3 they're both going in in in, in parallel to each other it, w summer games fest is meant to undercut E3 technically but I mean, we don't know if that's the, it's, 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 it's a little bit more confusing than, I mean, let's not even get into the, the, the dynamics of, um, all these other events that are part, maybe with one another, or maybe just on their own entirely. Uh, it's, it's crazy. You literally need like a damn Excel sheet <laughs> to figure out what's going on. Uh, at least all of this weekend and next next week because goodness and actually let's take a take a little look yeah hopefully there's a um some collaborated 
cohesive uh, list of everything video games <laughs> that's happening. Everything video game announcement uh, that's happening. Because this, my God, it's a lot. It's, 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 uh, it's a little overwhelming to be honest. It's like when you need a, when you need a, a chart slash Excel sheet to figure out what's going on, maybe, maybe you need to reconsider. Maybe, maybe you, uh, maybe you need to stop or do think, think or do it differently. I can't even find it, but it's, it's a lot of stuff to even like really go over, but it's uh it's a little intimidating, but either way, uh, basically the, what initially, well, I guess technically Wednesday, there was a battlefield event that I guess we'll, we'll talk about later in, in, uh, in this episode, but, um, at least the big, big official kickoff to everything, uh, was summer games fest, um, stream that happened, I think 11, 11 AM Pacific, uh, you know, all of the relevant times after that. And yeah, I mean, overall, well, I guess it's even hard to say that cause I don't think it technically isn't over yet. I don't think it's kind of like, I, I get the impression at least that it's similar to E3 where, you know, E3 generally would go on or kick off, I think generally on Thursdays and then, you know, have trickles of, uh, you know, news and, and announcements like pretty much each consecutive day all the way into like generally a full week, I want to say, uh, and then that's it. Um, so I'm not sure if it's the same format with summer games fest, but it, I get the impression that it is that it technically, technically is ongoing, um, you know, alongside E3 technically. So with that in mind, let's just go over it just first and foremost. So, uh, I'll, I'll try to maybe cut some, uh, stuff out that didn't, uh, appeal to me, but either way, I think we'll be able to cover it all regardless. So I think they started off with, um, the least, <laughs> I think what we, what was rumored last episode actually was lo and behold true, which was tiny Tina's wonderlands, uh, which is set to arrive early 2022. Um, which is cool. Uh, I think what's her name? I think Ashley Sandberg, who was the voice, Ashley Birch, who's the voice of tiny Tina, who's probably one of the, at least from what I played playing only borderlands to one of the most memorable characters. I think that's a safe, safe assessment. Um, so she's basically going to have her own standalone game, but it seems to be similar to like borderlands, the brief sequel, at least the impression. I don't think we got necessarily any gameplay, but yeah. So actually there's a trailer. Let me, did I see the trailer? Look at this trailer real quick. I give you, give you, give you the play by play. All right. They hitting, they hitting some, they, what do you call it? They masoning, 
hitting the hammer on the metal and try to forge it into something. Is that a forger? Is a okay. This looks like a whole new environment. It looks very, uh, dare I say, Thor, Thor Ragnaroki, if that's a if that's an accurate description. Oh, he forged a gun. It's a black dude with dreads. I'm digging it. So Andy Samberg, I think he's the dude. Wanda Sykes. Wow. Okay. Will Arnett. I forgot who that is. That sounds familiar. Then of course, Ashley Birch and her Royal Highness. Is that a goat or a unicorn? But stallion. Okay. All right. I respect it. I respect it. Okay. Okay. Okay, I can see it. So yeah, it seems just like a uh like uh, more closely to a Borderlands pre-sequel than anything, but it seems to be four main characters that uh presumably you can play a four-player co-op in the same kind of formula as traditional Borderlands games, so it's cool. I'm uh, I'm I'm slightly interested. Uh then they showed Metal Slug Tactics, uh, which is uh, uh, what they call a new take on a classic franchise. So I guess Metal Slug Tactics was a thing back in the day, but now uh, it's been revived more or less and come into PC. It seems the focus was on PC. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it's coming to other platforms, but basically if you're familiar with Metal Slug, I got it. <laughs> I'm going to try to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, rocket launcher. <laughs> uh, rocket launcher. That's, uh, that's, that's the only thing I know of metal slug. That's, that's the only thing that stuck with me. Uh, of course the, uh, <laughs> the homeless, the homeless survivors, stranded, stranded people. I think I don't know. Rocket rocket launcher. I'm sorry. Just, I just can't stop saying that. Um, looks cool. Um, I, I, I am a, a mild fan of metal slug. I will probably give it a try if it, if, and when it comes out in a, in an appropriate time that is not inundated with other, other more pressing, I guess, releases. So, uh, then you got a Hideo Hideo's Hideo's mischievous self coming out of nowhere. Uh, he, uh, basically, uh, announced death stranding director's cut. So at least the trailer, uh, was, I don't know how to describe the trailer. I have, uh, mixed feelings. I guess the trailer definitely I, I pretty certain, uh, intentionally, uh, gave heavy metal gear, solid vibes, uh, at least specifically with, uh, Sam, Sam Wilson, uh, trying to do what solid snake, uh, does where, you know, using the, uh, cardboard box as a cover or to a hide. But, uh, you know, Sam is dumb. He ain't, he ain't no solid snake. So 
<laughs> he hides it the 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 the, the opposite way. <laughs> so he puts the box down, and then then j- sits on it, and that's it. Uh, so you know, not the traditional solid snake where you know you put the box upside down and then move. And then, you know, when it, when you think somebody's close, Oh, let me stop. No, this <sighs> Sam's dumbass. He's going to be exposed. Just going to be just alerted alert status. Just, just alert status. Some <laughs> instantly as he starts the mission. So, um, yeah. Uh, so at least given what we are provided with that director's cut trailer, it is hard to den- deny uh, that they're gonna, that Hideo's gonna take some major liberties in some way, shape, or form in terms of the, you know, the the gameplay of the original Death Strand, in which a lot of people, include myself, wasn't the biggest fan of. I appreciated it for what it was, but would I play it again? No. With that being said, if this director's cut is a fully revamped, um, fully revamped, uh, version that, uh, definitely changed a lot of the downsides to death stranding. Uh, I think probably, geez, it's been like two, three years. I think, um, at least the negatives I recalled was of course the, uh, very long, uh, I give, I give Hideo the, the benefit of the doubt methodical, um, I guess really tedious tricks, uh, across, you know, the environment where you're forced to be on foot. Um, yeah, the lack of boss bosses and bosses combat and I guess in turn enemy variety. But I mean, I think that, that, that kind of branches from the, the first two, uh, diff, uh, issues with, um, the lack of combat in general. Cause you know, it'd be one thing if there is very rare combat, but when the combat does happen, it'd be way more involved and way more, you know, I guess intricate, which, uh, it didn't, I mean, it had some, some of that Hideo Kojima charm, but not, not enough for it to fully like, I guess, shine if you will. So, um, my, my guess is that they're definitely going to do a full on rehaul of basically the whole gameplay loop. I think if anything, so I think this director's cut is more than likely going to be very, um, (laughs) very reminiscent to, uh, uh, at least, uh, this would be my, my hope. Um, Metal Gear Solid five to some like rough extent as like a template to kind of deviate off of. So, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens, but at least going by that trailer. Cause like that would kind of be mean, <laughs> mean and trolly, which technically, I mean, to be honest, Hideo, <laughs> Hideo has done before uh, more or less. Well, Let's not, let's not forget about one of the biggest trolls, uh, <laughs> forms of deception of, uh, all kind in terms of, um, um, PlayStation two for, uh, metal gear solid Two sons of Liberty, you know, where we were led to believe we we're playing one of the most famous iconic characters, 
yet again, but <laughs> a couple hours in that, that, that was not the case. It was not, <laughs> it was not the case at all. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I will, de- if, if it, if it's specifically on the pretense that this director's cut fully like fixes a lot of the issues I at least personally had with Death Stranding, uh, I definitely would, would fully replay it again. And, you know, if it was basically Metal Gear Solid, but not Metal Gear Solid <laughs> by name, I would definitely give it a, another playthrough for sure. So here's hoping that will actually happen. Another suspicion I have though, considering specifically, um, specifically that, uh, you know, Hideo is very, uh, is known to troll people, uh, as well that I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, some way, like, let's say, um, further into, further into like E3, um, we might get, well, I guess that's one of my, one of my suspicions, which I guess I'll say for, uh, when we get to that segment. Um, but yeah, either way at, at surface face value, um, at least from what is insinuated, I am, uh, I'm definitely interested, um, in what is, what is to be offered. So, uh, then (laughs) weirdly enough, Jeff Goldblum (laughs) being, being Jeff Goldblum, if you know what I mean, uh, basically helped reveal Jurassic world evolution two, which I guess is like, uh, Jurassic park simulator or what is it? Sim city, but in Jurassic park world, technically in terms of like, uh, some form of reference, uh, it looked cool. Not my cup of tea, but I could definitely, I, I do see the spectacle in terms of like, uh, you know, the big, uh, Jurassic park fans probably have an interest in it. Um, among us with, uh, a couple of, uh, uh, more or less a roadmap in terms of some of the, uh, updates they plan to have. Uh, it seems the biggest is a hide and seek mode, which I think, uh, having not played among us in forever, I think it was a kind of, um, uh, a, a makeshift mode you could make on your own, uh, considering, um, among, among us is among us is <laughs> among us is customization options. Uh, I think you could, uh, set up that way, but I think at least now it'll be an official mode that you can like fully, fully play without having to do all the legwork. It seems, um, was there something else? Uh, of course, you know, more skins, uh, I think more face mass options, uh, skills or, um, like facial customization options, I think. Yeah. New roles, scientists, sheriff. I thought those were technically in there, but yet more colors, visor, cosmetics, achievements. Oh, and a new map. Okay, cool. Among us, among us thriving, man. 
still thriving. Um, salt and sacrifice. I I am not familiar with that. Uh, Escape from Tarkov. Uh, I think they showed a little bit of a uh, new gameplay. I think a new area. Yeah, a new area. Um, <laughs> this was this was kind of weird. Stranger Things and Smite collaboration. So you got Eleven, basically a, a, a new hero. Uh, I've I've been so di disconnected from Smite. I used to follow it back in like 2013. I want to say. Um, but yeah, man, uh, <laughs> you got 11, <laughs> 11 floating around with, 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 the, with <laughs> 11 throat floating around with the nosebleed, <laughs> throwing rocks at people. That's kind of funny. Uh, she, I think she got, has her, um, her, uh, her, um, high school skin as well. Um, or like, uh, blend in with the, with the cool kids skin. And then I think there is a skin for, um, I forgot the guy, the police, the sheriff guy from, uh, uh, stranger things. I've, I've, I even forgot the actor's name, but basically I think his, his two skins are on, I think an existing hero, I want to say. So <laughs> that's, that's, uh, it's, it's getting a little weird and out there, but I'm like, you know what? Hey, that's fine. Um, Left for Dead, uh, in well, not let, let me let me rephrase that. Let me not freak out people. Uh, Anna Crucis, which is basically a Left for Dead like uh, co op shooter. It it feels like, at least going by the trailer, it feels like Left for Dead with a little with with, with a, a, a big glob of um, a big glob of a portal smeared on it, and I feel like that's. Anacrusis, it feels like, at least in terms of the setting, the setting feels very, felt very portal like in terms of like very like clean and, uh, you know, <laughs> everybody please be civilized type, uh, kind of feel and vibe, which it was pretty cool. Uh, it, it seems to have like a lot of interesting dynamics to it. So I'm definitely interested to see how that, uh, kind of comes, comes more to be uh, down the line, um, vampire masquerade bloodlines, uh, that is getting a, well, somewhat of a loose release date, at least coming out this year. Um, and I guess it's apparently going to have a battle royale mode style mode, uh, which is, it's like, I don't, at least somebody not familiar with, with vampire. I think it's been a, it's been a, at least a series back in the PC days, I want to say, but I'm like, why? But I mean, hey, maybe it might make sense. Uh, new, a uh, new Tales of Arise trailer uh, dropped as well. Uh, looks cool as hell. Um, it seems like you can like uh, choose from a lot of various characters, which is pretty dope. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Fast and Furious <laughs> uh, uh, vehicles coming to Rocket League. Um, Hopefully, you know, you, uh, hopefully you get the, um, <laughs> you get the, uh, the Tyrese, uh, dialogue whenever, um, you know, you hit the ball, eject your seat. Cause that's, that's my aspiration, but let's, let's, uh, let's not get, too 
let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Hopefully you can like, you know, maybe you can, um, like do a, do a donut on a, on a missile, uh, a nuke, do a, a donut nuke. Like <laughs> this is, this is purely coming from somebody who's never literally never watched any of fast and furious movies. Just, just, uh, through osmosis and watching various tidbits and highlights people have shared that, uh, you know, just <laughs> at least the impression in my head is just fast and furious, just doing all this wild, extreme, unrealistic Michael Bay stuff. But, uh, you know, but you know, we're family though <laughs> in the car. So yeah. Hey, one can only hope. Uh, then, um, the new, uh, recently new director for overwatch, Aaron Kaplan, I believe he, um, showed off, uh, the two new redesigns of overwatch, two characters, uh, Baptiste and, uh, Sombra. And I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Um, they look, if, if you didn't compare, if you didn't have the overwatch one version, uh, directly, uh, next to the overwatch two version, uh, I would literally not be able to tell the difference at all whatsoever, which, uh, it's like, it's not, it's not a necessarily a bad thing, but it's like, I guess it just, why put so much emphasis on these character reveals? If it's, it's hard to really like see like, man, they look totally different, you know, but I mean, not to say that like a lot of the characters are, have been redesigned. Cause I know like at least the, the most notable one I think was a uh, soldier, I guess not having the face mask is, is pretty crazy now. And I think he's looks way older. Um, but you know, outside of that, it's like most of the characters just don't look that different, which I mean, I, I understand, I think from a design standpoint, cause I think this is also, uh, over, I guess they're trying to make things work where people who have, uh, overwatch one will be, uh, mixed with the people that have overwatch two and trying to find that balance of not like, I guess, you know, having maybe unfair advantages, like, uh, unfair hitboxes, whatever, what have you. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they just could have focused on something else that would be more, I don't know, uh, tangible, easily, easily digested, uh, at least for somebody that maybe like myself is like, follows overwatch here and there, but not like fully, I guess, obsessed with it. So just, just some, just some opinions there. Um, monster hunter stories. They showed, uh, some more details or, uh, basically a new, a new story trailer, uh, for the game. Um, uh, no, probably, probably let's, 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 let's give like the big star of the show, uh, <laughs> near automata's, uh, to be, uh, skin announced for fall guys. 
uh it's funny it's funny it's just it's it's probably the most random thing but then you know just just seeing like two bees running around and like the fall guys like you know with the hands up it's just it's just fucking hilarious to me i don't know why but uh i i I do appreciate it either way it's uh it's (laughs) it's very entertaining um (laughs) uh I saw a tweet from Imran Khan uh, on Twitter. What did he say? Uh, what was it? Um, uh, gods, not uh, fall among us. Gods among us. Let me look it up because it was it was that important. It was that important. What was it? Guys among fall guys among us become as gods become as <laughs> become as guys not become as gods become as guys uh, uh, I, you, you gotta give you gotta give somebody their flowers for that one um <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um uh the, the call of duty zombies creator uh announced a new game studio uh deviation <laughs> that's kind of appropriate. Uh, and they are partnering with PlayStation to make their new IP. So we don't know what that is yet. So I, I, I'm, if I would guess it, I feel like it would probably be something close to zombies esque type game. Um, but who knows? Maybe they want to deviate more. Uh, then <laughs> they, uh, showed, uh, or Giancarlo Esposito, probably most famously he's had a, he's had a really good, like substantial track record, but at least recently probably his most notable work was, uh, was, um, breaking bad, uh, as (laughs) I forgot his character's name, but you know, he's the, the one bad guy from breaking bad, you know, somebody who's a man, it's been a long time since I watched breaking bad either way um had an interview <laughs> uh it was funny as hell he like he used quick to defend himself he's like jeff was like hey uh so yeah so you're playing a villain in this he's like no i'm not a villain uh jeff let me just let me just stop you right there i am uh i, I am basically a person who sees the world differently and i believe in my beliefs and i refuse to back down so i am not a villain <laughs> i'm paraphrasing but something along those lines which was it was pretty funny so um, uh, protect Giancarlo Esposito at all costs. Let's, that should be, that should be mandated. Um, evil dead, the game, I think this was announced at, was it announced at last year's, uh, game, the game awards. I want to say it was for sure announced at least, but we fully got a pretty, um, substantial gameplay trailer, uh, showing the game. It gives me, um, if it gives me like heavy, uh, Friday the 13th vibes with, um, with, uh, what's the other game dead by daylight kind of, I'm not sure how, how, how accurate that is, but, uh, it, it looked pretty dope. You got Ash, he, he using the iconic chainsaw hand and cutting people up. And then, you know, you got the, 
got the medieval dude. He just slicing dudes up and stabbing them, you know, like like medieval knights do um, in <laughs> in this modern age. Um, all around look pretty cool. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely invested, interested. Um, back for blood. We got some more. Uh, we got a new enemy. They showed. Um, take I didn't fully see what he was able to do just to get oh we just oh he touched his face he's dead <laughs> when a zombie touch your face with them bloody bloody finger nubs it's over so at least they they did reveal that the the upcoming beta um is August 5th which I guess technically is summer, but yeah, they show this new enemy. He, he seems like a mick, a hybrid between a, a boomer and a tank from left for dead. That's probably the most accurate kind of, uh, yeah. Description I can really give. Yeah. Like a boomer and a tank, but it's pretty cool. It's actually a pretty substantial like amount of varied enemies in this game, which is pretty dope. I mean, this game about to be be crazy. It really is. <sighs> Slightly disappointed by the August 5th beta date, but you know what? It probably makes sense. It's probably the time that maybe not a lot of stuff is coming out. Um, but hey, Back for Blood, aka Left 4 Dead 3. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, and then of course, of course we, we the last, but certainly most definitely, most definitely exactly for sure. Not least at all, not even the least bit, probably first let's understand more than likely first over everything, probably all of this event potentially if, if, if we're being, if we're being honest, is mother El Elden Ring El Elden Ring Oh Elden Ring Oh that'd be kind of cool if they announced it like that <laughs> Um Elden Ring man Ugh I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to contain myself from gushing too much, but um, I'm sorry in advance if I gush too hard. I'm going to try not to gush all, <laughs> try not to gush all over my mic with all this, all this gushiness for this game. But <sighs> oh man, it was, it, it was so good. It was, it was so good. I don't even know where to start. I mean, it was, it was, it, it was, it, it was so much to take away, absorb, digest and suck on <laughs> from that damn trailer. I really, I need to, I need to try to, <sighs> I'm flustered all of a sudden. I don't know why I'm just. I'm just all, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm just flustered thinking about it. You know, it's like thinking about, uh, like I'm, like I'm with somebody. It's just, I mean, 
It is it is just so good. It really is. So let me let me try to man, I I it's just so much that's so good that it's like I'm at like a loss for words. So I'm skimming through the trailer now just to get a refresh cuz uh, man. So it for sure definitely looks a lot like I mean big surprise looks a lot like Dark Souls. It's a given, of course. But <laughs> and somebody on Twitter was <laughs> Yeah, this is basically just Dark Souls with horses in a more open world. He's like, You damn right it is <laughs> which is pretty accurate to to be honest. It's pr- probably maybe much deeper than that, more intricate than that, but I mean, they're not necessarily lying. It feels it has a lot of very similar Dark Souls animations. Uh, characters look very similar, not too similar, but very similar. I guess mainly animation. Yeah, mainly animation, I'd say. And probably design, too. It, it, it looks like the same engine is being used. Uh, oh, yeah. Fucking a fucking horse. Fucking horse can jump on a damn leap pad. What? What game, you know, can do that? Not many. Okay. Like, come on now. Oh, you can summon people. I did not catch that. So you can, you can summon people like Dark Souls and uh, Demon. Oh, let me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking they, you fighting this big ass white dragon. This motherfucker like, hey, hey, bitch. And then. I don't know who he talking to, but he like, he didn't even have to look. He like, I don't know if he talking to some God in the sky or something. He's like, Hey, Hey bro, I need a, let me get, let me get a thunderbolt real quick. (laughs) Just fucking just random thunderbolt just came down and he catches that shit. Like, all right, thanks bro. Not even looking at it. Didn't even need to coordinate his hand eye coordination or anything. Just caught this damn random thunderbolt. Uh, out, out the sky and then throws that shit on the ground. What, what game can, what game does that? Just saying. So there's a damn tiger, uh, tiger man with, with in armor. <sighs> I mean, I understand people's issues with the difficulty of this game, but I mean, it is just, Oh, it's so good. It's this dude with with all these arms on him. Oh my man, drag more dragons. A dude. It's a dude. Oh my good. It's like so much to to analyze. Jesus. It's it's a, it looks like a smaller uh small guy, but he got like a a, a pot of, of of flame lava, and it 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 pops out his head. Like fireworks, I mean, I'm probably talking like I'm high as hell right now, but I mean, it's it's this is literally in the game. I I I'm I can't do this game justice because it's really speaking for itself in so many ways. Uh, you got you got a you got a antler a deer with with some glowy antlers. You got this dude. He just he he in lament, like he got a study. Uh, for exam, like in two hours. <laughs> oh man, uh, you, you these designs, man. I mean, if anything, you got to give from software credit with all these very like, all these very, very like distinct, unique but enticing character uh, enemy designs. 
they, I mean, from software need to talk to Pokemon because I know they bought the they bought the run out of ideas soon. They need some help, and they need to they need to talk to from software because my goodness, <sighs> Jesus, and then you got all these various hands. Oh my, <sighs> it's so much. It's so much. I'm I'm wow. They this is a very substantial trailer, man. You could literally each watch. You can get a lot more. Ooh, is what is what is this? It's Elden Ring. That's what it is. Oh my god. Oh man, that is that's a lot to digest. But either way. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, my play-by-play of uh, ignorant black man. Uh, <laughs> what is it's a, it's a damn? It's a it's a it's a damn dragon, but he he <laughs> he catching thunderbolts and hitting him on the ground. It's it's a damn. Uh, it's a it's a deer, but his <laughs> his antlers is blue and shit. I don't even. <laughs> I'm I'm, but I mean I'm just saying what I'm saying, and it's just like that's great. Huh. And and of course, we got a release date, January 21st, 2022. Let's go. I'm a little I'm a little sad about that because, uh, uh, well, you know, me like taking big risks uh, in terms of uh, I have a uh, my fantasy team. I've talked about it before. Uh, what is it? The fantasy draft fantasy dr- critic draft where basically you make your own like fantasy team i guess in this instance it's technically a development team where you um you know uh take multiple uh games that are you know you hope come out this year and then that's part of the fun if the game will actually release it will it be delayed and stuff like that so my dumbass god elden ring was pretty confident i'm like yeah we're probably gonna get a gonna get a release date it's gonna come out uh this year and damn it just fucking one month after january 20th 20th 21st 2022 so it's fine it's fine at least we know it's coming out at least we finally got some substantial you know information now uh since this game was like in the dark for like the longest like what the last time we technically saw it was at the game awards in 2018, I think. So at least I'm very happy to know that this game is real. We will, um, be dying repeatedly, uh, in immense frustration and, uh, deep down the masochist in me will, uh, enjoy every moment of it. I I won't admit it, uh, outside of this podcast, but you know, I mean, it, it, technically that's really <laughs> that's really what it is it's like I want to keep getting my ass beaten but I partially kind of like the pain you know we that's, that's really what's happening we don't want to admit it but I mean when you think about it it's like when you when you get that payoff when you succeed it's something very difficult you get an immense sense of, of uh, fulfillment and whatever you know various chemicals that come into play dopamine I don't know so yeah this is this is what we wanted this is what we wanted and we got it (laughs) we got it and it was it's so good it's so good oh oh man i can't wait i can't wait i want it i want it so bad i really do um yeah and that's pretty much this uh, i guess the summer games fest 
initial showing. Uh, again, I'm not sure. It seemed like it was still ongoing, but I'm not sure of how that formatted is. It seems like the, the brunt of it was this presentation. So either way, uh, that pretty much was the Summer Games Fest in a nutshell. Uh, if I had to grade it, I mean, <laughs> I mean El- Elden Ring really, Elden Ring and I mean, even though it's to be determined what Death Strand and director, Director's Cut is, did, were some pretty big highlights for me. P- mostly everything else was, uh, wasn't too like crazy. Um, so I don't know with all that being said, probably give it a B. I think a solid B. I think it did what it needed to, uh, gave us a lot of various deets that, uh, at least specifically <laughs> Elden Ring. We, we did, we finally saw what, uh, supposedly Kojima is working on. It's great. I appreciate it. I love it. Cool. 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 Man, that's just a little, that's just a tidbit that is still more, it's still more coming. Oh my God. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, oh man, Whew. I'm trying to try to maintain my composure. I'm still flustered. My, I can't even talk. I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still flustered, Flu- flustered by, by that, uh, that Elden Ring trailer. Just even watching it the second time. <laughs> oh man. Um, moving on. Uh, so we, uh, dipping our finger in that rumor mill a little bit. Hopefully we don't get a cut. Um, you know, get our fingers cut, but at least the, uh, rumor that is going around. This is by Jez Corden of the Windows Central Reporter is that Microsoft may announce a new Xbox Studio acquisition uh, at their event this Sunday, I believe, um, uh, at their showing, which for me, um, I, uh, I think, did I put that in my, uh, where? Yeah, I put that in my prediction, but I think, uh, what I think it is, is that, uh, I think, I think it's been a long time and a long time coming actually. Uh, but I think Microsoft is going to buy Sega. I really believe that's going to be the next one. I feel like Microsoft currently is like really going for the jugular (laughs) in a lot of ways to kind of pick up, uh, from a pickup lost time, you know, from the, the, the travesty that was the Xbox one, at least initially in terms of its initial release. And, uh, especially the E3 reveal where it's like always on DRM. And yeah, that was just that <laughs> you just, you just, you, you bury, you, you, you bury yourself. Like you already buried three feet already. Let's, let's, uh, let's stop. <laughs> so I think, Microsoft is really trying to make up for lost ground with uh, the Xbox one. Um, and I think this is definitely probably the best 
way to do it. I know in addition, they're trying to, um, they are trying to, uh, build more of a presence, uh, in Japan in terms of like Japan, uh, development companies and whatnot. And I think Sega is definitely the strongest suit. I mean, we've already seen, uh, some of, some of the, uh, you know, potential exclusivity stuff with, uh, you know, Yakuza like a dragon, uh, at least coming exclusively to the, um, next gen, uh, Xbox series X and, uh, just what a cute couple months ago came to PS five. Um, so I definitely see a lot of potential. I think, um, no, I guess it was just Yakuza so far. Um, but I definitely, that's my, uh, suspicion. I think a lot of people won't be expecting it, but I mean, I think this Xbox acquiring Sega would definitely like really set the tone and, you know, to set the tone uh, for Xbox to say like, Hey, we ain't playing. All right. We, we bought them games. Now you, all this stuff before is irrelevant. We bought them games now. Okay. We bought them games now, just so you know, we bought them games. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I definitely could see it, uh, like Sega, Sonic, Sonic is like a, legitimate, like, uh, you know, solid, consistent, um, IP. Well, I mean, I guess regardless of the quality of the games, people will still buy them. Um, and then of course, what, uh, persona, I think there was a rumor going around that persona five Royale will probably be revealed, uh, to be like a Xbox game pass, uh, title, um, at the, at the, uh, Microsoft's E3 event on Sunday as well. So uh, that's, that's my guess. I think it's definitely Sega. I want, I guess who else possibly it could be. Um, maybe, uh, platinum, maybe platinum I'm thinking like lower, like, uh, in size. I don't, if it's not Sega, it's probably somehow maybe smaller in scale. I could probably see that, um, you know, they have a lot of very awesome action, I, um, action, uh, IPs and they, uh, it, it, it could yet again appeal to the uh, Japanese market in terms of, uh, get into that, that kind of territory, um, as a pretty, you know, at least solid initial, like foot in the foot in the pool, if you will. Um, so yeah, I think it's probably, uh, yeah, those are, I don't definitely not square Enix. They are clearly, you know, buddy, buddy with PlayStation. Um, I think, uh, Ooh, does Atlas fall in that same umbrella? I think Atlas is with Sega as well. So technically, yeah, that's <laughs> yet again, still telling, thinking, for me, he's thinking that it's going to be Sega. I think Sega is probably the most logical. I mean, depending on how you look at it, the most logical reason. And I think like having a niche div, uh, company, uh, as well as a Japanese, the company that's fairly renowned is at least specifically with the Yakuza series. 
I think it's, that's pretty, that's a pretty solid, um, solid bet, solid buy, uh, whatever. And on top of that, I think we talked about it, like maybe, I don't know how many episodes ago, but they could use a uh, Sega's, uh, name, at least in Japan to maybe get a somewhat of a boost in sales. Since I know that Xbox is just atrocious in Japan, you know, specifically with the, uh, the iconography of the X, which I think is deemed universally deemed negative in Japan or yeah, just uh, commonly associated with negative or, uh, I think it's just negative or kind of taboo if you will. So maybe just some slight rebranding in, uh, in Japan, like using Sega's already established name and like kind of mesh it with the, um, mesh it with the Xbox or Microsoft, uh, name to probably push more units. Um, that would be pretty, I could see that. I could see that the Sega, Sega series X, Sega, Sega, <laughs> the Sega sex. So, um, I mean, in Japan though, Japan culture, I mean, at least the older, the older Japan men, you know, like, oh, okay. All right. You got, <laughs> you got my attention there. Um, who knows? That's at least who I think it is. Um, I'm not sure who else that's at least has a very solidified proven record that, um, it could be, um, yeah, unless, <laughs> uh, unless it was like Nintendo, which is like, no, <laughs> Nintendo's. Nintendo's good, but they, at least it's good. They're, they're very, they seem to be very buddy, buddy regardless. So that's, that's appreciated on its own end. Anyway, moving on. Um, keeping, keeping that, uh, keeping that rumor mill train, uh, going, uh, Chi chi. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Zelda, uh, something 35th is gonna be happening, uh, after the direct, at least for GameStop, because, uh, at least a solid, solidified rumor is for sure that GameStop is receiving Zelda 35th posters, 30, 35th anniversary posters to some extent. So, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, obviously. So that's leading me to believe that there's definitely, I, if I would guess some Zelda 35th collection, uh, where it probably at least is like the N64 Zelda's hell, maybe even like the, I don't know. Well, I'm, my biggest indicator is the Mario collection, 3d Mario all-stars. So I think it's probably, they're probably keeping it in a certain realm in terms of like generation. So I think if, if anything, it'd probably be the 64 Zelda's collection and maybe like some of the other ones after that, possibly potentially, or maybe they could just, they could just go off the wall and like, you know, do a full blown Zelda thing and, you know, because Nintendo's going to be Nintendo. Give it that annoying ass Mario Volt treatment where you can only get the game 
uh, within a limited time and it will technically <laughs> will technically kill off Zelda and, and Link. Both will be dead. We'll kill them after this date. They will be officially dead. We killed Mario. We'll kill Zelda and Link too. Don't don't you <laughs> don't play with us. We're Nintendo. Um, yeah, I could see that. It clearly has to be. How do you commemorate the, why would you just have Zelda 35th posters with nothing to show for it? That just doesn't make sense at all. It's clearly something, <laughs> something going with that. Uh, hmm. Uh, maybe a little bit of pessimism, uh, pes- pessimism here. Uh, I don't know at the same time, at least I'll, I'll voice it out. I think they might the game, the, the Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 sequel might be pushed back and maybe to appease that disappointment, uh, they might release a, a collection of the older Zelda games to kind of appease us until then, even though we, they, t- they technically did that already with what I think Skyward Sword is coming to the Switch uh, in July. So maybe. Maybe not. Maybe they, they like, you know what? We're on track. And then, you know what? Here's, here's some more. So, and then, then we'll give you the collection as well. So, I mean, it could, I could see it both ways. Um, yeah, it could be multiple ways and it probably could be, it would make sense if this would be the marquee, uh, title that goes with, with, uh, this rumor, super switch, Nintendo, super Nintendo switch. If that, if that is, uh, if that is a thing now, even though we've been misled previously. So I don't even know anymore. Just, I don't know what to believe anymore, (laughs) but it would be really cool to come full circle. The, the title that launched with the switch. And then, uh, this next title that launches with the new switch revision, or at least it seems like, uh, the new switch, um, like mid, midlife upgrade or whatever. So the potential is there. I definitely, I definitely see the potential for sure. So we'll, I guess time will, (laughs) time will tell. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little weird that they're in, in enticing people to go to go to GameStop physically though. That's a little, got me a little weary, but, uh, apparently this is from a, a GameStop, sh- uh, uh, schedule that, uh, of the day of the Nintendo switch, uh, well <laughs> being pre, uh, being preemptive the the Nintendo direct event, they, they, they claim to be to plan for double coverage at open. So, I mean, there's only a couple reasons that would be needed. And, uh, probably the biggest one is, uh, a new console revision, you know, pre-orders, whatever, or uh, I guess a, a game it's gotta be something substantial to warrant this though. Cause it's hard to fathom. Why would you have some of a special event? <sighs> yeah, I just don't see it. It's something substantial for sure. It has to be. So only time would tell. Only time will tell. Moving on. Um, as we were were talking beforehand, uh, Battlefield 2042 was officially announced. 
uh, this past Wednesday, I guess technically before E3 started, this was technically the, the start of E3 more or less, but uh, saw the trailer, it's pretty dope. Um, probably the biggest thing that stood out to me was I think they technically took a moment that was like super popular on YouTube. Well, I know there's like various battlefield, like trick shots and trick, you know, <laughs> this is my impression of a battlefield play. battlefield slash call of duty player. <laughs> and they're uh, flying in a plane and oh, 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 my sheet. Um, shoot my rocket and blow the plane up. Fly black. Um, fly, <laughs> fly back to my uh, my plane. Get into it and fly flawlessly. No issue. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> That's what he says when he gets back into his plane. <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> kind of want that to be honest now i kind of i kind of desire that now but um, <laughs> uh, <just laughs> uh shoots <laughs> ejects from his plane uh shoots a rocket manually at at the at the uh fighting competing plane <laughs> manages to fly back to his uh plane that he was flying that he ejected out of previously gets back in <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I, I do desire that though. Not even gonna lie to y'all. But um Yeah, so at least in the trailer they basically showed that a dude ejected from his plane, uh shot a rocket at a at a at a uh, fighting uh advise advisory ad, adversary adversarial plane and destroyed it, then land, managed to land back on his plane and got back in and flew like nothing happened. I know I saw something similar to that in like some some random like, uh you know, YouTube uh videos where like, you know, some trick shot challenge or whatever, where I think it was like, it was a slight deviation where they, I think they, what did they like arm? They see forward their plane and then like jumped out of it and then blew it up or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe it was that maybe they did like, they like jumped out the plane rocket shot, shot the rocket at the plane. It hit. And then the, I think the plane did like a, I think it went around. It did like a, 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 a curl and then went back and then he jumped in or some, some crazy stuff that I know I would never be able to do in my battlefield career. If I could even it without doing multiple legitimate deliberate tries or whatever. Um, but I mean, more, more power to, to, to y'all that they could just do that without, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a requirement. You have to breathe like that as if you're having a baby. That's the only way you can pull those off. <laughs> barely an inconvenience. Um, so dumb. And it's so dumb. Um, so yeah, outside of that, it, uh, it definitely, I liked the setting. It felt like it was, it was modern yet futuristic, but not like infinite warfare futuristic. Where it's like, okay, this is like really futuristic. Like, you know, um, there's not necessarily a real, 
form of like uh, what fathomability, tangibility to this happening in, in later in the world, I guess. But for this one, it, it felt like this, like, oh, okay, this, this could definitely be something that can happen in the future or whatever. So I'm really a fan of that. I'm, I'm, I'm at least when it comes to shooters, I'm definitely a fan of the modern setting. Uh, definitely not a fan of the world war two setting anymore. I, I gave it a shot with call of duty world war two just was not my thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, at least if the rumors are true that this next call of duty is going to be yet again in, in world war two, you can count me out chief. Um, I'm good on that. Um, but this 2042 though, let me, let me give me it, give me it in full. Um, a couple more details regarding it. Um, conquest breakthrough will return, um, 128 players on PC, PS five and Xbox series X, <laughs> Xbox series sex. Um, but, uh, 64 players on PS4 and Xbox one. Uh, not anywhere near, uh, mag mag status. This mag, this is not, uh, for those, at least what I'm referencing for those that may not know mag was, um, it was a PS three exclusive for a PS three exclusive made by the people that made uh SOCOM super interactive. I want to say, and, uh, that was like the big, you know, selling point of the game. Like you could play with 256 people in, in a game and, you know, shoot them, <laughs> shoot them. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> that was literally <laughs> somebody pitching at E3. They come out, uh, guys, we've heard you <laughs> mag 256 players. Um, uh, you can shoot motherfuckers. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> then he just leaves. He just leaves. I'm done. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for your time. Uh, <laughs> that needs to happen at some point. Whenever we come, whenever we return to the real world and, uh, you know, we have the traditional E3 conferences again, <laughs> that needs to be one of the people to come out. Hell, I'll even, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly volunteer for that. Um, seven massive maps, dynamic events and storms. They did show that in trailer. They showed like, a, um, a hurricane that was coming. <laughs> they were, they were trying to escape for their lives. Like, Oh, I'm gonna get on this doom buggy. I'm, I'm about to, Nope, no, I'm not. <laughs> and they were all just getting engulfed into it. I, uh, that, that, I guess that's one factor I've never played with the, uh, in the battlefield games. I think the last one I played was battlefield one. I want to say, um, which I don't, I don't, I, I don't recall when they added that. I think it was four, which I didn't play, but I don't think they included it in one in battlefield one and five. So either way, that's welcome. Very welcome. Mode. Uh, they're gonna have the battle pass system, which I think they may have had in five but this may be a first, but uh, battle pass grind and season will be in effect. Uh, one free and one paid for all out uh, October 22nd. Uh, one thing to note though, is that it will not include a campaign. So I know that's a, that's a deal breaker for a lot of people. 
I mean, for Battlefield, I, specifically Battlefield, I've never generally associated like a single player substantial campaign with Battlefield. I recall the one on Battlefield 1. It was all right. It wasn't anything to like brag about or, you know, call home about, but it was fine. I, I'm I'm okay with no campaign for this game if it if it does mean the multiplayer is that much better. Um I guess for Call of Duty maybe different even though they technically did they they technically did it with this with Black Ops with no, not Cold War. The one before that I think. Or no. Am I thinking that right? Which one did they did they back out of that? Black Ops four. Black Ops four didn't have multi uh single player. That's what it was, yeah. Or three. One of those. I know it's for sure one of the previous Black Ops games, but either way. Um Yeah. So at least I know that's yeah, that's definitely a, a deal breaker for a lot of people, but uh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fine with it. Uh but I do understand people's, you know, who don't play the multiplayer aspect of these games and just like the, you know, spectacle six hour campaign, you know, uh experience with it. Um so yeah. I'm fine with it. Overall, I think this is gonna be the the uh season I uh I uh, do not <laughs> get a, a a Call of Duty game. That's I've been a Call of Duty fan for the longest, but unless this Vanguard has anything substantial, I do not see myself uh especially the World War Two setting, I do not see myself switching uh or sticking to the Call of Duty side at least this year um coming up. So all in all cool. And I think, uh, battle Royale, I think it is coming later or is it not coming at all? There's a statement from, uh, the design director of the game. I think that's just something that enables us to really lean into what we're, we are best at, uh, battlefield 2042, uh, director, uh, lack of single player, something that's been a serious mainstay about three. Look at the DNA of the studio, what we've been doing for so long. We just said, you know what? We're not going to have a traditional single player campaign this time around, but we're going to put all that emphasis and all those resources into building depth into the multiplayer because that is what we do best, which is, I mean, you know, that's generally been a selling point for battlefield. So cool. Cool. Um, there you go. Battlefield 2042. Moving on. Um, Overwatch. You know it. I know it. I'm watching over you. That's what they always say. <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody says that. Um... Overwatch got an announcement uh, earlier this week. Uh, I guess technically yesterday. Um, crossplay is coming Overwatch. Finally, we get crossplay. Um, <laughs> uh, probably of the very small percentile, I guess, um, uh, that could see the, the, the usability of crossplay 
at least generally hopping across multiple consoles at a very, uh, I guess rapid pace, if anything, but, uh, just, just that ease of flexibility to like, ah, I gotta, Hey, you want to play some Overwatch? Uh, I don't really feel like playing it on this console set console, whatever. And you know, oh yeah, no, it, 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 it got cross play. Let's just play, you know, if we all grouping together, people playing on PC, somebody doesn't have PC vice versa, just makes everything way more convenient, you know, just, uh, play with other people if you want to. So I'm all for it. it I knew it was going to come at some point. Cause I mean, especially with overwatch two, especially the environment of where everything is going now, it just makes sense to, to, to hit it, uh, you know, implement that cross play. So I think it's in beta. I want to say you technically can, um, use it. Uh, or it, it might be live or if anything is going to be live soon. Um, there unfortunately isn't any progression cross progression yet, but I think that is in the works down the road. Cause that is definitely the biggest thing that I want personally is a pro- cross progression, at least specifically being able to use the skins. I like, I think of all the overwatch versions I played the most is the PS4 version. So if I want to play, start playing on PC more like just being able to transfer all my skins to whatever version I'm playing would be really dope and like kind of get some form of like, I don't know, uh, reward for like at least investing my time in overwatch before it, um, you know, became cross play, I guess enabled. So that will be pre- appreciated. I'm not too big on like stats and stuff. Um, as long as I, you can at least your skins transfer over to some extent, or like, you know, if I win a skin on the, the PlayStation version, I can play that same skin on the PC version would be uh greatly appreciated. So, um, I think there is a, a FAQ for some of the aspects. I know specifically when it comes to, um, playing with like, you can't play ranked, uh, if you're on console with a PC player, which makes total sense because of the obvious, like, you know, uh, advantage that a PC has over, uh, console players generally. Um, you can play if you match make on console, you'll match make with other people on console. But if you like party up with somebody who's on PC, you are, you have to, you will match against people who are on PC, if that makes sense. So if I'm an Xbox player and I want to play with somebody on PC, uh, we'll get matched up with people that do play PC and I guess maybe potentially console as well, but at least be on being aware that you will match up with people that do play, play on PC, which at least in a context that is just quick play or whatever. I personally am proud with it, but I think that's pretty fair. Um, I think you do have to make a BattleNet account. If you already have a PC account, you're fine. Um, Uh, series X series S PlayStation four, PlayStation five and Nintendo switch Xbox one and PC. 
are all the consoles included. I'm very curious how Nintendo Switch would. <laughs> I just thought about that. Uh, uh, pour one out for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch people that are trying to play with like, you know, PC. But I mean, I mean, uh, at least in the context, you're just there for a good time anyway. So, ah, uh, and you know, if those Switch Pro rumors are true, hey, you might at least get a bump up to that 60 FPS if uh, all is ends up being true, at least from the from the rumors. Um, yeah, at least in terms of loot boxes are still separate. So if you get a loot box on one console, you're, you know, all that cross play stuff isn't implemented yet. I'm curious how that'll play. I would assume it would just, you would just whatever, you know, platform you get a loot box from, it'll stick to that. So if you got a loot box on the, your Xbox and wanted to play on PC, you won't be able to open up a loot box on PC because you already opened it on the Xbox, at least how I see it in the future. But at least for now, it seems like every ecosystem is still separate. So, um, I think, uh, for the, <laughs> I guess <laughs> for the tryhards out there, like for ranking, uh, each console is still separate, I believe, uh, when it comes to rank stuff. So if you're like, you're what number one on PC, uh, and, uh, you know, you, you beat everybody's ass on console, you'll be number one on two separate platforms. So they, they do separate it out that way too. So all in all, um, it's a, it's definitely a very, appreciated first step for sure. Um, it's very needed. Uh, but I'm, I'm at least happy that we at least got crossplay first and foremost. So at least the first step in a, the right direction of, you know, having a way more streamlined, uh, easier experience for everybody involved, I think. So good on overwatch for doing this. Thank you, Aaron Keller appreciate you for doing that. Um, <laughs> as somebody who's not really played Overwatch recently that, that much. So moving on. Halo infinite. I gotta do it. Halo infinite. <laughs> Put a little, I'm full of too much blackness in that, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Let me, it's fine. Hydrate. Halo. <laughs> I ain't going to try it. Uh, so getting back on that rumor mill, um, for Halo infinite, uh, at least the rumors is going around. Uh, the rumor is Halo infinite release September 2021. We'll get a new glimpse of the campaign uh, and there will be a multiplayer focus at E3 and then a public beta right after the show, which I mean, all things considered, I think that's a very solid, uh, a solid rumor in terms of like likelihood of it happening. Um, Apparently the, this is from sources close to Xbox game studios. So 
I think it's likely to happen. I mean, I think especially considering the atrocity that was the initial showing of Halo Infinite, I personally didn't think the graphics were that bad or horrible. I mean, I was like, oh, that's fine. I mean, that's Halo. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'm not the best person in, in, from that standpoint, but I totally understand people's issues with the graphics and it not feeling next gen. So hopefully uh, when we get this showing on Sunday, it'll actually look next gen and, you know, uh, knock our socks off, you know, just knock them off. Just knock them off. I mean, they slide off, but not, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm definitely down for that beta, whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah, just, it's nothing I could really poke holes into necessarily. Uh, oh, there, there, I guess there is apparently a, a mode that's supposed to be a hybrid of battle royale, battlefield conquests, battlefields, conquest mode and halo big team battle all at the same time with the biggest and most dense combat in the series. That sounds pretty dope. Love me some Halo big team battle back in the day. Ugh. Yeah, any anything that's <laughs> anything that's close to that, I'm 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 definitely uh interested. Uh man, some some fun ass Halo big team battle matches back in the day. Ugh. So good. So good. Um It's a graphical improvement will be <laughs> big compared to last year, but probably won't be enough to alleviate, uh, elevate it to the best looking game ever as some people expect it to be. Um, which I think is, it's a very subjective. I think it probably depends on who you ask. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, all this definitely seems very solid. Um, I could definitely believe it. It seems like the most practical thing that would, would need to happen. Um, considering what happened last year, um, before the Xbox series release. So I could see it happening. I think it's, this is definitely a for certain thing. So I guess we'll see come Sunday. Um, yeah. So cool. Moving on. Probably one of the most important segments uh, that we definitely need to discuss. Um, I mean, I was a little bit worried about it, to be honest, but, uh, you know, like it's really, you know, make or break, make or break for this game. <laughs> so Final Fantasy seven, uh, at least through various people, uh, it looks to be, uh, reported that the, uh, door for the game, uh, has in fact been fixed. Okay. I didn't do anything, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm happy for them. So <laughs> the infamous door from final fantasy seven remake, at least the PlayStation slash PS4 version, wait, place PS4 slash PS4 pro version, um, has, <laughs> that was just, just horrible looking, just look like, <laughs> look like if you smeared peanut butter and then on top of the peanut butter, you smeared Vaseline all over it. You get, uh, the final fantasy seven door. So basically the door generally, 
at least the most common one was the one uh, to clouds slash air of no cloud slash Tifa's apartments. Um, it's safe to say the door looks great again. Now it, uh, <laughs> no more peanut butter, Vaseline, Vaseline, muddy nastiness. <laughs> um, it looks good. So, I mean, with that in mind, that, that clearly puts this, uh, puts this back in the running for game of the year, clearly. So, I mean, watch out Resident Evil Village, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, you need to watch out somebody about to take that throne. Just, (laughs) just saying (laughs) the door, the door is fixed. 10 out of 10. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, that's really one of the few criticisms of the game when we think about it, um, (laughs) which is. I mean, technically not, not that horrible, but it, it's pretty cool that like uh final fantasy is like aware and acknowledging the memes and stuff with the door and stuff. And, you know, I think when it came out today or was it yesterday? I think yesterday when it, uh, when, um, intergrade released, uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, they clearly showed the door like, ah, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's great here. Something like that. Actually, let me look it up just to be sure. I'm always a fan of, uh, companies acknowledging their failures. Um, I think that's, it just shows a lot of, uh, humble, humbleness, uh, humility, if you will. Um, it just shows some, some down to earthness. If that, if that's, uh, if that's a thing, you know, um, if I could find it. It'd be Final Fantasy C7. I think I had it. Final Fantasy 7. Um, where was it? Show us that door. Show us. Yeah. And here we are. Good old Stargazer Heights. So they're trying to be like coy and like, <laughs> I don't like what heights is just a door. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I respect it. I respect it. So, um, if, if you were, you know, one of the people that are like, ah, this door is too much. I can't take this game. I'm not playing it. Have no fear. You can play the game. Now the door has been fixed. It is not, uh, such a visual oversight that is, uh, uh, potential to break the game, uh, crash the game even. Um, it is probably one of the reasons, uh, your PS4 has been sounding like a gen en- jet engine. Um, but have no fear. It has been resolved. <laughs> I am, just to clarify, I'm very much joking. Um, I am very, very much being sarcastic, but, um, what's, <laughs> uh, it's, what's funny is that there's probably, uh, uh, it hurts. There's probably one person that that literally it was <laughs> caught up. <laughs> they literally got to the part where they came to the door and they're like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm, <sighs> I've been, I've been stressed out at work today and mm, you know, no, I'm good. All right. Nope. No, <laughs> I've, I've had it. <laughs> I got yelled at by my wife. I, I'm done. I'm done with today. <laughs> Literally just turn the PS4 off. Just go to sleep right after that. 
I feel sorry for that person. Hope you're doing okay if you exist. So, okay. Sorry, just had to, that was just a very important PSA. I need to be, you know, need to be placed. I know uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is hurting in sales. So uh, just to help boost some sales in any little small way I could, um, you know, because uh, I, I would like this game to get a sequel um, because it, uh, it it was very much a gamble to, 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 for this to, 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 to come to fruition. So any, any little way I can help, you know, I, <laughs> uh, I, I yet again, am being sarcastic. And if, if nobody's able to pick that up, I hope you can, but either way, um, moving on. Um, pushing, uh, yet again, um, the, uh, Suda 51 agenda, uh, just want to put that out there that no more heroes one and two, uh, has been released on steam. Um, I've not played it yet, but just putting that out there, no more heroes is, is on steam. Um, one of the one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it's great if you like slashers, beat them up with like a nerdy, nerdy otaku dude who's relatable to a lot of us. I know. Um, I, I I do highly suggest and recommend it. Um, if you haven't got the Switch version already, um, the a this is another avenue. If you are PC only, you don't have a Switch. Hey, you know what? Just Let's try it out. You know, it's a fun, fun game. I think they're $17 each on steam one and two. And if you, if you feel an adventurous, you know, they, there is Travis strikes again after that, probably not as good, but Hey, you know, um, no more heroes, man. You know, uh, Travis touchdown. He's a cool character. I like him. He's, he's a little, he's nerdy and you know, um, out of touch, but Hey, he, he tries, you know, he, he just, he just wants to be the number one ranked assassin. You know, it's, it's kill or be killed, you know? So <laughs> I don't know what bit I'm doing right now, but the, the point I'm trying to make is, um, play no more heroes. If you haven't at least try it out. Um, I think you'll like it. Um, if you are a beat em up slash em up fan, um, with, uh, if you like, like that with a lot of personality and, presentation. Um, I think you'll like this. So, uh, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, sir. <laughs> would you, would you like, uh, would you like, some, <laughs> would you like some no more heroes in your life? <laughs> I got, except for Ryu got good toku. Now I changed my shirt. I'm on a, I got a no more heroes. <laughs> Actually, no, I got Suda 51's face <laughs> as my shirt. I'm walking, I'm going door to door. Excuse me, sir. Have you played no more heroes today? Ah, <laughs> oh, I want I want that concept to happen so bad. Maybe one day. Um moving on. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh uh, man, so <laughs> this game, I don't know, man. 
this is just this had to be mentioned but so uh trailer uh dropped last saturday uh for this game for steam at least for now which is called pal world it's basically <laughs> it's basically pokemon with guns let's be honest it's pretty much pokemon with guns it's just pokemon with guns but just it's something like off about it where it just feels like it's uh tongue in cheek you get a vibe kind of cuz like it's some <laughs> it's some weird stuff it's like i feel like peta would be a little concerned even though it's like they're not like legitimate one to one animals but you know you like you like throwing pikachus in the, in the in the in the water and and they uh killing all the fish and you pick them up then probably the most like iconic like memeable moment in this in this trailer you showed us uh it shows this girl who's a uh, you know having a firefight with the uh, with these opposing people and then she got she got this uh she got this sheep on her on her side she pick up this random sheep using it as as a human shield or a sheep shield a sheepy shield i don't know what you call it but <laughs> then she's shooting rockets at buildings they blowing up and then you got the little monsters doing like forced labor. It's a lot of conflicted feelings, a lot. <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell you I don't like it though. I mean, that's one thing. It's like I'm I'm very interested as somebody. It, they, this is so weird. It's like weird enough where I like I'm very curious to try it out. It's it's <laughs> it's literally if uh it's literally the uh, Pokemon gun. This is probably a secret announcement waiting to happen at uh, the Nintendo Direct that they announced like, yes, actually, this is actually Pokemon Gun. Sorry, guys. <laughs> then they <laughs> they do the snap. Uh, this is Pokemon Gun. So uh, you, you probably saw the game Power, didn't you? Uh, well, it's it's Pokemon Gun now. And then you got the you got this bear looking dude that's this taking bullets for this girl and the girl is using the damn bear as like a like cover like a like a gears of war game i'm actually pretty interested i'm not even gonna I, i'm gonna put i ain't gonna I'm, I'm gonna put it on my wish list i'm not even gonna lie to y'all it's it's I, I feel guilty but at the same time i'm interested so hey if you like pokemon and and guns <laughs> which is just the most unlikely combination I'd ever thought I'd hear myself say, Hey, maybe you want to try out power world, you know? Uh, and I think it's got like farming, like deep farming mechanics, kind of like, um, what is the game? Uh, there's so many, I know harvest moon is like the, probably the OG. <sighs> what? It's not coming to me. It's something with some farming people, farming and stuff. Let me, let me, let me recap my memory. It's going to come at me late too. Farming games. <sighs> of course, farming simulator. What is the damn farming game? Stardew Valley. There it goes. Okay. I didn't even look it up, but it came to me. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, this is killing me. It's like literally a girl with a straight up a uh, M4 rifle taking cover behind this what Ursarang looking bear 
and the bear is just taking all the bullets in the back. And I do real. I'm very curious though. I'm very curious. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I think maybe they're doing this intentionally and Hey, it worked. I, it got my attention. So pal world, um, coming 2022. Uh, if you want to feel guilty about killing Pokemon, um, and using them against their will, uh, Hey, this is, this is the game for you, sir. Have, have at it, have at it, please, please have at it. (sighs) And with that, (laughs) that concludes all the news for this week episode, what have you. Um, let's get into what I probably should have did. Um, should have did last episode, but, uh, did not actually, uh, gauge properly when E3 was going to start. Um, but I mean, summer games fest, not too many. Well, I mean, we knew, I think most of us knew Elden Ring was going to be there. Uh, Duff Strand and Director's Cut didn't really know, but either way, it's fine. So, I mean, there's still possibilities of other things to pop up. Hell, maybe even like PlayStation might have its like video direct, like like a day before they they announce it. Like, hey, we're having a stay tuned for PlayStation's direct play. Is it called PlayStation Direct? PlayStation State of Play, whatever. So there's still that possibility. So I think all of my predictions I made, I think still have some likelihood. Uh, so let's talk about them. Okay. Um, let me, let me get my, gotta get hydrated for this. I'm sorry to be sipping on a mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hear me sipping. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, let's, we, we got, uh, we got some predictions. Let's, uh, let's, let's hash them out. You know, um, speaking it partially speaking into existence. Um, I mean, I think these have some form of re, uh, a likelihood. At least I tried to keep it as, um, realistic as I can. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, maybe it might be some stuff where I like, all right, maybe I'm get, I'm a little too out there, but you know what? It's fine. Hey, this is the fun of E3 speculating and, um, you know, uh, fantasizing, hypothesizing what may possibly, uh, be announced. And then, you know, it makes it all the much more sweeter, greater, may bitter in some cases that, um, these predictions were validated. And somehow you maybe feel that you're, I don't know, verified in your knowledge of games or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know your life, you know, either way. Um, first, let me, let me, let me get, let me get professional prediction, prediction number one. Um, Marvel versus DC gets announced. Ed Boone been, been trolling us long enough. Oh man. It's, it's weird having, you know, on Twitter. Oh, it's weird having, uh, um, Superman and, 
uh, Spider-Man um, having a weird, same, similar color scheme. I wonder in what context could they both have the same color scheme? Hmm. <laughs> I'm totally paraphrasing, but something along those lines. He was doing like very uh, wink, wink, like type uh, jabs on Twitter lately. Um, so, I mean, in some cases he just, he, he is, he is a great a troll, but other, other times there is some validity to, uh, to those, um, you know, Reese's pieces trails, uh, you know, for lack of a better analogy, <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to happen. I know it's probably from a licensing standpoint, it is probably hell incarnate, but I think if anybody could pull it off, it probably would be Ed Boon. Uh, he's definitely expressed that he would love to do that. Um, I think it's definitely possible. It probably is difficult as hell, but I mean, I think it would be possible. People will lose their shit over it. Um, it will probably, if it is to be, it will probably definitely steal E3 potentially. I think I'm not a rapper though, but you know, I think it, I think it's possible. I, I could definitely see it. Uh, they, at least the rumors are that he is working on a Marvel game at least. And of course, obviously he's been working on the previous injustice games, uh, for DC. They already have the groundwork of injustice in terms of the engine and whatnot. Um, I think it could definitely happen. Uh, yeah, I think it, it, it will only be the next logical step because obviously they can't do like Mortal Kombat versus <laughs> Marvel, which, <laughs> Cause we already know what that would look like with uh, what Marvel versus these, no, uh, mortal Kombat versus DC universe where you just, you can't have a mortal Kombat crossover without somebody getting a head uppercutted off or Superman, like blasting somebody through their, their eye sockets. And you just can't, it just won't work. You, you, you gotta, you gotta, one side has to go to the, you know, the, uh, preferred side. So <laughs> if it's anything with Mortal Kombat, they got <laughs> street fight or whatever, they got to succumb to the violence too. Ryu need to be, you know, doing a Shinku Hadoken and somebody's like his, somebody's torso goes off, gets incinerated, whatever. Um, Ryu does a simple, simple yuck and, and, you know, uh, <laughs> does it so fast that like the, the what the the sinewy muscle is just left oh my god and then um i don't know he like he does a he does a donkey kick donkey kicks their head off after i don't know i mean that boom probably they're the experts with this but i would that would pretty be be a uh, pretty dope it would be probably hard, hard, much harder to, I guess, uh, um, believe than, uh, Marvel versus DC. I'll say that much, especially considering at least the, the rumors going around that at least at the very least they're working on a Marvel versus game. So, but I think that is definitely, I think that's definitely the big one. I do. I really do. I really do. Um, 
Prediction number two. Splinter Cell is coming back. Sam Fisher is coming back. Let me paint a picture real quick. Um, you know, uh, first you start hearing Michael Iron, uh, Ironside's voice. I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm just uh, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Michael Ironside. Uh, Sam Fisher. You just he's just cooking some eggs. Like, mm, these are some good eggs. Mm, I like them easy. I, I don't know. Scram. I don't. You know. And then, you know, he chilling and then, you know, uh, um, who is the dude? I know he died. I think he died in double agent, I think. Um, but either way, maybe it might be a reboot like Sam. We need you, um, pack up. <laughs> Do you like Sam? Like, oh, my eggs, my eggs, man. Um, fuck. <laughs> And then, then you just get the, <laughs> you just get the Sam Fisher, uh, iconic, uh, triple green, uh, visor <laughs> splinter cell. These eggs ain't done yet. <laughs> that would be horrible. Um, but you, you get the gist. Okay. You know, I, I, the picture isn't, you know, I, I, I didn't color, I colored out the lines, but you know what I mean? So I think it's time to bring Sam Fisher back. It, he it's enough of this weird, like, you know, um, put him in everything, but his own game deal. Okay. We had enough of him in this, this mobile game that nobody played. If we had, we, 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 you already disappointed us enough with him being in a rainbow six of all games as an operator, but not his own damn game. Like, come on, Ubisoft utilize your IPs, but at the same time, it could be a scenario where they just don't know how to, you know, utilize them in a sequel. What else new or interesting enough that they could do to like, you know, I guess maybe green light this, this, uh, this sequel or whatever sequel or reboot, but one can dream. I think, um, we've been needing it. Also, I'm gonna put it in there. Hey, we gonna get spies versus mercs is back. Spies versus mercs has come back. For those that don't know, may not know, spies versus mercs is um basically a mode in. It started in I think Pandora Tomorrow and in in Chaos Theory, where basically there's the mercs, which is basically a first person shooter, and then the I think they're called the agents, where basically it's like you're literally. Sam Fisher, but you know, you just got a mask on more or less. And then you're, you know, various objectives, steal, uh, steal or hack such place and basically get away scot-free without being seen by the agents or killed by them. It was pretty fun. It was fun as hell. Um, so hopefully maybe we get that as well. If my, uh, my, um, prediction is true. I have no validation or credence. This would, this will happen, but uh, it's just pure, um, pure, pure want desire for a uh, splinter cell to come back. So prediction, prediction number, number three. three, that would be, um, uh, we talked about it <laughs> in one of the new segments, but Xbox acquiring Sega, I think is, I think this is definitely going to happen. I think this is one that nobody's going to expect and uh, in turn, will put more eyes on Xbox and be like, "Oh shit! Oh my God! Xbox isn't playing. They, they, they alpha blood now." I think this is 
this is the acquisition they'll need to, to, to solidify that, that like, uh, you know, first Bethesda was like, Oh damn. All right. Okay. But wasn't mm, just need a little bit more, more backing. I think Sega is the one that's going to be like, Oh shit. All right. Okay. Microsoft, you, you coming for blood. I see you. I think, I think it's going to happen. I really do. I think it was probably in the works for a long time, uh, that I talked about earlier. So at least to not, tread over that again, but either way, um, I do think it's going to happen. Um, I'll, uh, go a little bit further and I'll say during the Xbox event, they'll probably premiere the next mainline Yakuza game, which at least now that we know will yet again be uh turn-based and not uh beat them up anymore, which still hurts my soul to say that, but I digress. I digress. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be, that's going to happen. And then, yeah, like I said earlier, persona five real probably be coming to game pass and whatnot too. So yes, I, I, I do think that that will happen. Well, I guess we'll see, but I'll just look dumb <laughs> next episode. If, if not, but either way, um, prediction, prediction number four, we talked about this last episode, but just to just to double down, just to put all my chips in, go all in, even though I need I need some more, but you know. Um Leon S. Kennedy and Jill Valentine will be announced for Smash Ultimate as characters. But in line with that that will coincide with the resident evil classic collection. They will announce that, uh, maybe shortly after, or maybe during the Capcom one, I'll give some leeway there. Um, on top of that, we will also get a season three character pass announcement. I think uh, this smash ultimate train is a train that's too good to stop. And I think it's still going to keep going. I think there could be a possibility that, um, um, damn it. Every time I'm thinking about it, just, uh, Sakurai may, um, <laughs> may that poor dude, man may actually get rest and pass the man on to somebody else that he trusts and values. I could possibly see that with season three or maybe not. Maybe he just, it's like, I can't, I can't, this is too good. I got to keep going. I can't stop. I must have everybody I want in this. I don't know. Um, either way, I do think season pass three, uh, will be a thing. Uh, probably could be totally wrong, but I think, uh, it is too good to stop, stop the smash train, uh, with all these, juicy, good DLC characters, but, uh, I guess only time will tell for that. So yeah, prediction, prediction number five, five, that will be final fantasy remake part two trailer and, mm, uh, final fantasy remake one part one, uh, Xbox and PC ports, uh, being announced as well. 
Um, at least for the part two, I think, uh, I think, I think the development for part two is going pretty good. Uh, I think it's, it's going, uh, well ahead than we all expect, uh, consider, you know, the <laughs> traditional quote unquote, traditional, uh, square Enix development timeline, uh, you know, in terms of the time it takes to develop, uh, all these games. Um, I think it's probably going way better than we expect. And I think so much to the point that we will get, uh, final fantasy seven remake part two trailer. I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to see, especially with integrate. Um, I, a part of me was like, eh, it might be too close, but I think it might be intentionally too close to be honest, where, you know, uh, it, it, it might be some purpose as to why they did that potentially. So I do believe that's going to happen. I think, I think, I think it, 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 it potentially is way in well into development than we ex- are anticipating. So, and then of course with the Xbox PC ports, I think the exclusivity, um, has ended for final fantasy seven remake, uh, this, it's so iffy non integrate, but no, I think integrate technically, I think, inter- no, I think integrate is still exclusive. So this Yuffie DLC is still exclusive for a year, but I think at least the main base game will is still up for grabs now that, uh, that exclusivity is gone. So I think if anything, we'll definitely get PC ports of, uh, seven remake as well as the, uh, Xbox version of that. Um, I think that will happen. So I, I think that's definitely a given compared to, uh, FF seven, two remake part two, but I still believe, I still believe, and I will not falter. I will not. Um, prediction number six, I think this may be partially squashed. Uh, it may have been technically squashed to be honest, but either way, we're, we're still going to go with it. Uh, Hideo Kojima will show his next game, which obviously was kind of potentially invalidated now that, um, well, I mean, technically I did make this prediction. I'm not trying to BS y'all. I did make this prediction before summer games fest. Um, technically that's right. Um, the next game is Death Strand and this director's cut unless there's anything we don't know about, which maybe potentially could be shown at Xbox is event or others. I don't know, but technically that's a, it's a prediction that was valid, but I mean, that's kind of what was a surefire one too. So I can't really be like, you know, Oh yeah, I predict that blah, blah, blah. So either way, um, yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's probably a prediction that's already self-fulfilled either way. Um, prediction number seven, that would be, uh, metal gear solid remake announced. The rumors have been floating around. Um, I think they will be true and will come to fruition during, uh, E3 that, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go a step further. I think blue point who's, you know, done impeccable work on, uh, demon souls recently. I think they will, uh, be 
remaking Metal Gear Solid one in all its entirety. Um, probably give it a more, you know, realistic feel compared to, <laughs> uh, twin stakes, uh, which is way <laughs> basically Michael, Michael Bay, metal gear, solid Michael Bay edition, <laughs> which personally I loved by the way, not, not to detract anything from that, but, uh, it will be interesting to see another take on the original game. Um, you know, having all of this source material, uh, source source material, uh, from the previous games in, uh, various ways, shapes and forms. So, um, prediction number eight, that would be silent heels has been revived and who is coming back. Hideo Kojima, you'll, you'll actually say it again. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. You know, what, what was it? I think it was the game awards where I think it was after one year where he wasn't allowed by Konami to, uh, to present. And then he actually came and he was like, I'm back. <laughs> then I think he presented Death Stranding after that. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, this is probably, this is probably the, the more, the most out there ish, uh, prediction, but we at least know there is a, I think there's technically two. I think the rumor is there's technically two silent Hill games in the works. Um, we don't know like the full details. I know there's some suspicions that it might be, um, t- done by an external studio. Um, and then potentially PlayStation is, pain for the exclusivity and to, um, the cost to develop and publish potentially. Um, and you know, given like, I think, um, Konami a cut of it or something like that, but it's definitely evident that Konami is Konami is, um, uh, going, getting back into the gaming realm after, you know, making all these pachinko machines hit the lever, (laughs) hit the lever. If you, uh, watch, uh, Jim Sterling stuff, um, hit, hit, the, hit the lever. Um, <laughs> so dumb. Um, I know they did, did say that they're not coming to E3 or presenting anything at E3, but that doesn't necessarily rule out, um, you know, PlayStation or anybody else announcing something on their behalf, you know, so it's still a possibility. It may be, uh, this may be probably the most ballsiest one, but you know what? Hey, go big or go home. You know, if you, uh, if you, if you, you don't go big, you can't go home. And then if you can't go home, then where do you go? You know, (laughs) I don't, I didn't mean to get all existential on you, but I digress. And those folks are my predictions for E3. Um, there probably were a lot more safer ones I could have made, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, no, it's fun. It's fun to speculate. It's, it, it, I, 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 I enjoy it a lot. So, okay. So, uh, that concludes the predictions. Um, let's get into what I've been playing, uh, which has a been
it has been um that mass effect so um since last episode i did beat mass effect 2 um it's a great experience great experience man that suicide mission is still one of the best like ending segments in games I do understand why this game is still revered as one of the greatest games of all time. Um, just the, just the payoff, you know, you, you could just feel the direct, like immediate payoff for like, you know, putting time and investment into like your crewmates and, you know, making sure they're okay. And, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, doing their loyalty missions and stuff like that. Um, and then doing all the admittedly tedious, um, tedious, uh, you know, ship stuff to, you know, basically, I mean, I guess potential spoilers for mass effect Two, not really big spoilers, kind of, kind of minor for the most part, but basically, um, the suicide mission, uh, potentially all of your crewmates in the game can die. Uh, basically, and this could happen in, uh, due to multiple reasons. One factor is if you don't do the loyalty missions, I think it's, I think it's almost guaranteed. Uh, I think either they will cause an event that will cause somebody else to get killed or they themselves will get killed, uh, for (laughs) one arbitrary reason or another. Well, I guess essentially because you didn't do their loyalty missions, but that's another factor. Uh, I think also if you don't upgrade your ship enough in terms of there's various components to the ship you need to get in the game that in turn will improve your odds of success, uh, in terms of, um, not, um, I forgot, I've never done it where I, you know, wanted to test my fate, but I either, I think in the long run in a couple critical points, it will help in terms of preventing your crewmates from getting killed, uh, that way in some way, shape or form as well too. Um, what else? There was some other factor that came into play. No, I think those are really the biggest ones. I think partially you need to upgrade your team's weapons and items to some extent. I'm not sure if that directly determines if your character dies or not, but I I forgot the other one. It's, um, there's certain segments where you have to dictate who, what, which one of your teammates or crew people will do a particular factor of a mission. And if they're like unequipped to do it, like, let's say you get like, a, um, you get like, a um, a, a war expert or hero to do a tech, like, uh, uh, um, a, a mission for a tech that, uh, that is best suited for a tech that in turn will likely get somebody else killed or something like that cause some chain reaction where either the, that person gets killed or somebody who they're associated with, uh, gets killed to some extent as well. Um, well, there's really no extent of getting killed. You just getting killed really. But, um, yeah. So all that, <laughs> all that coming into play, it's like a lot of moving heads to try to manage and prevent yourself from getting killed. So that in turn kind of forced me to do all the side stuff, side missions for everybody, which it felt way more substantial, uh, this go around. Uh, it it seemed like a lot of the game is 
basically those characters side missions, uh, which I think would be shorter if you did it without it. But then of course you would, <laughs> all your characters would be dead, uh, most likely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I did it. To, I had to do it two tries. So basically did everything I could. I got like, I'm pretty sure I got all the ship upgrades, did all the loyalty missions for all my characters, got all of the uh, characters. I know there's some hidden ones you possibly could miss, I think. Um, so did all that. And then, um, you know, I think I made up pretty much all the right choices. I think the last choice where you had to take some people with you and then leave some people behind. Well, you just take two people with you and then the rest are stay behind. So I did that. I think I took Garrus and what's his name? No, Garrus and um, Samara. I took them both with me and to do the final part of the mission and then did it, succeeded. And then when we escaped, Morden died. I don't know. I'm like, what the hell? I, what? What? Why? Why did you die? So I looked it up. I guess there's really no reasoning <laughs> for it. <laughs> Basically, they said, uh, you just gotta, you just have to take Morden with you instead of some other characters. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I just swapped out Garrus for uh, Morden, and then <laughs> lo, lo and behold, I succeeded the mission without uh, killing anybody. So, and there's achievement uh, with that as well, too. By the way, so after that. All my characters safe, um, you know, <laughs> then then they give you that that teaser for uh, Mass Effect three. And yeah, I'm I at least I'm taking a break now, at least because of all these other games coming out this whole damn Jesus onslaught of these games, especially on top of, of E3. <sighs> it's, 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 <laughs> this is a first world problem, if any, but um, yeah, so I'll, I'm probably going to wait a bit, at least knowing how, <laughs> how Mass Effect three ends as well. Um, I'm probably going to give a, give a little bit of time for it to soak in and then probably come back and finish it, finish it off strong. Um, but at least I played a little bit of Mass Effect three before and, um, uh, you know, before, uh, putting it down for a while, but it, it definitely makes a lot of great improvements. Um, at least I played like, uh, maybe three ish hours, two, three hours, I'm gonna say. And, um, yeah, the, the game, the gunplay combat cover feels way more, um, responsive than the other games. At least it, it felt gradual from one to two to three where it just, it, it Two, it felt like it was a little too much lag for whatever reason, not necessarily, uh, you know, the console to blame, but it seemed like from a engine standpoint for the game, it felt like it was way laggier, but three, it feels real responsive. The, the, the shots, the feel, uh, feels really good all around. So I, at least from what I played, I, I did thoroughly enjoy, um, three, but yeah, I think I'm just going to bookmark it for a bit, come back later and uh finish it off strong probably maybe cry after end for some reason i don't know just you know just <laughs> i think the tone of the whole third game just feels very just somber and just sad in general so i don't know maybe it'll get to me maybe it won't i don't did i cry for the i think i may have cried in, in uh the last when i played it on 360 i may have i forgot but 
maybe I think I was like just squinting out of confusion. Maybe I was squinting so hard. I started crying <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to like, huh? I was just trying to, you know, uh, just rationalize that ending because it was, it was admittedly pretty bad. Uh, you know, I was, I'm the type if I, uh, when I watch, when I see an ending, I generally look up some other endings to try to get maybe what other people interpreted to get some more better understanding of what maybe I just interpreted. Well, I'm like, am I interpreting this way? Is everybody getting the same response, uh, feeling I got from this? So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, it's been so long. So, and now with the remastered ending, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out now if it will have a similar impact, if not. And then the DLC, I heard the DLC was really good to play before the ending of this game as well, which I don't think I technically ever played, if I recall. So a lot of factors to kind of, uh, you know, consider when I do oh, eventually pick this back up. I'm not sure when that is now thinking about it, but we'll see, you know. Uh, also play some virtual fighter five ultimate showdown. I gotta do virtual fighter five ultimate, ultimate showdown. showdown. Um, it's pretty good. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm, uh, I'm in that training room. I'm in that training room. I'm, I, 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 this repetition is, is, uh, is necessary for me. I am not the type to. I could pick up some simple stuff quicker, but like the more complex stuff, I need that muscle memory. I really do. I need that. I need that repetition. So I've been, been hitting a, hitting a training room with, um, go. I say go is still probably my, uh, my main, I'm trying to mess with a uh, Brad. I'm not a fan of the Brad show, but, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of sit in here. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Brad show, but I'll occasionally sit in here and there just to get a, get some tidbits. So I've been at least doing the, which I, I wish every mode had this. Cause that's generally what I always do. Like Tekken and other games included. If they give you some training mode where you just have to put, do all the inputs of all the moves and just, you know, just do that to kind of start getting a grasp of the character and how he plays and, uh, combos he can kind of play off of and stuff like that, which, um, at least I, I do like, uh, for this mode, this game where it does do that, where, you know, each character has a, you know, you go through a gauntlet of all the moves you can go through, or, you know, if not have something like Tekken where you can like kind of easily, uh, shift through each move either or is fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I then started, uh, started getting my feet wet and online where it's, uh, at least so far I've probably played about, Hmm, maybe 10, 10 to 12 ish matches. I have not really had a bad experience with online so far, which, uh, I think again is a testament to the, the relay servers. And in terms of like the, I guess, relay server lottery in this case, I think I did good in terms of like, I'm, I think location wise, uh, I'm close to like a relay server, which is located in SoCal. So I think 
at least for me, I, it is fared pretty well, but I think for a lot of other people, depending on your location, I think it's very contingent on that. Um, there is it, I think it technically is delayed based net code, but it's not rollback net code, which is, you know, generally the preferred net code of them all. But, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I, I've not had a negative experience necessarily. There's been like some weird hiccups here and there in terms of like, uh, when I'm trying to match, get matched for a next, next match, it will take a unusually long time, uh, at certain times. And then it's just only a matter. I've just had to back out and get back in and, uh, start queuing up and that's it. Um, but that's only happened like once or twice, I want to say. Um, but outside of that, that's online has been pretty good. Uh, yeah, I can't, did not really have any laggy, horrible, atrocious matches, surprisingly, which I was anticipating to some extent, but at, at the same time, I thought, I think just having that advantage of being close to a, uh, to a relay server or Google's relay servers, I think, um, at least for me, uh, worked in my favor or in the possibility, maybe, uh, just getting matched with people locally by coincidence in SoCal too. I don't know, but personally I am thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I, I did, uh, do some rank with both go and, uh, bread. Um, <laughs> I did have the, 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 um, what the fallacy of practicing too much in training mode where it's like, you know, <laughs> some of your, some of the stuff that you thought worked in training mode don't work so much in, <laughs> don't work so much in, in a, a real match. But then again, it's like, at least the people I was fighting they, most of the time, they were just being cheap using like at least the most common annoyance I ran across that I, I, at least both characters was a uh, Vanessa, Vanessa players where they do this one move. I think they like it. I, it feels like it's unblockable either that or just, I can't time it right or whatever, but it's some move that Vanessa does that makes it, it, I think it's unblockable where she could basically, uh, hit you if you're regardless, if you're blocking and it, if anything, like, I guess potentially, <laughs> uh, I'm getting a little, a little too extreme in terms of a uh, fighting game terminology, but I, I believe, uh, a frame trap, <laughs> I believe a frame trap, uh, where I feel like I can't react, uh, properly enough, uh, by after she does a move where she can actually follow up or like the recovery is very, <laughs> look at me, looking trying to use these, these, uh, fighting terms where I can't recover fast enough to block or defend myself. And in turn, she gets a free hit and she like, I beat her ass one time, but in another instance, she like got an excellent on me and shit. So I don't know. I, I probably have to go in the lab and try to practice that and figure that out. But either way, um, yeah, overall thoroughly enjoying virtual fighter ultimate edition. Um, graphics look really good. Uh, I am really overall enjoying it. I, I did get the retro pack. So that is I personally way more enjoyable. I'm not a fan of the, uh, I guess the base soundtrack, the, at least this new revamped soundtrack. I like the virtual fighter uh, virtual fighter. Is it ultimate showdown or 
the the version before this one, I guess that was on a 360. So I reverted to to, to that soundtrack, and I uh, enjoy it much more. Um, the customization is fun too. I wish it was more in depth. I think it 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 there is a lot more potential for more depth, at least if the the 360 version is concerned. I think maybe potentially though, I would assume they're probably gonna add more more character customization options down the line, but it felt very limited, at least initially in terms of the, um, options I can like customize my character. It just seemed like you can slightly deviate off the base, um, uh, costume options. It felt like it just, uh, wasn't enough, like nowhere near like Tekken sevens, like customization and stuff like that. So hopefully, uh, that will, um, be implemented. I, uh, will then be able to, uh, fully attain, um, my desired character customization options of, uh, a beret, uh, as well as, uh, the nipples, um, being out. So, um, Sega, if you're listening, um, please, please, please let me, let me, let me wear uh no shirt as well as, um, slacks and, um, and a beret, please. I beg of you. This is my only request. <laughs> this is my only request. Sega. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, what else? Oh, of course. Uh, in anticipation of final, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Final, final Fantasy, Fantasy seven remake, remake inner grade. <laughs> I was, Felt, felt like I was a little too turned on at the end, but either way, <laughs> um, in anticipation for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, I um, I had Dirge of Cerberus, and I was like, you know what? I've, I've been pushing it off for so long, and I'm like this, especially uh, at least some of the uh, character associations in the in the uh, the DLC. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and play uh, Dirge of Cerberus. So I did start playing it over the past weekend. And I think, I hope I'm close to the end. I don't even know, but, um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, I don't understand, I guess partially I understand some of the discourse in terms of the game, the game, not the game, not, um, being received well by people. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, the shooting feels pretty good. Um, the, the aerial options, not like too deep, but you know, at least it's enough for me. Um, I, I do wish it wasn't a shooter and it was more like kind of devil may cry, uh, which you would think that would be the logical like move, but maybe not for them. Um, maybe they just <laughs> wanted to stay away from that stigma. Cause I, I, this was, it came out in 2006. And what the first Devil May Cry came out in, uh, I think 2001, uh, two, I think came out shortly after that, the following year, or maybe 2003. And then maybe three came out maybe around I'm curious when it, cause I think that will be pretty interesting. Um, Devil May Cry three. Devil May Cry 3, uh, 2005. 
So maybe they're trying to stay away from being like <laughs> too closely related to Devil May Cry, I guess. If I guess that's that would be my assumption, but um yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um or am enjoying it so far. Um loving the the FMV cutscenes. Uh they at least I'm playing on a retro TV set and yeah, I tried playing it on my frame meister. It looks super blown out and just ugly to be honest, but uh playing it on a natural CRT, whew, it looks pretty damn good. And then uh at least the FMV looked like straight up like uh Advent Children like fidelity for real. Um you definitely get a Metal Gear Solid vibes <laughs> because the the cutscenes definitely feel way longer than usual or like a, a they, they feel very uh, Kojima-esque <laughs> and by Kojima-esque I mean in terms of the uh, the the length of cutscenes so yeah I mean I'm a fan of them I, I it might not be for everybody but in a, I mean of course if you don't care about the story but then it's like if you play in Final Fantasy I mean you probably care about the story <laughs> so it's kind of I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand. I feel like you wouldn't have as strong of a detachment to uh, Vincent otherwise, but I mean, Hey, maybe you, maybe you have your own little path. I don't know. Um, but I, um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it either way. Um, this may be because I, <laughs> I may have a, a pretty big, uh, final fantasy seven bias, uh, so I don't know if maybe that's factoring, but I mean, I think the story I'm, I'm actually pretty interested in the story, how it plays out. You get a little bit more insight on Vincent, uh, Valentine before, before he becomes Vincent Valentine, if that makes sense. Um, you get more information on Lucretia, Lu- Lucretia, Lu- Lucretia, 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 Lucretia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lucretia, if um, I'm butchering your name, but at least that's what it sounds like. I think that's what they said. But um, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm really digging. I like the uh, the customization. So basically, you have three sets of weapons where you can um, you can pretty much customize them however you want. So you basically just have a template of various weapons like you have like a rifle template a submachine gun template and a traditional like pistol template. I'm not sure if there's any more in, than that. That's at least what I got so far. But, um, you know, from there you can like slot them with, with various material, at least so far. I think there's blizzard fire and thunder. Um, you can do other slight deviations like a long barrel, short barrel. So like long barrel, I think is, uh, more range. And then shorter barrels, less range, but more damage or and things like that. But uh, it does, it is pretty interesting. Um, and, you know, being able to switch between multiple ones and then, you know, some of the bosses and enemies like do generally force you to use uh, the various, you know, um, like, uh, you know, ranges of, uh, of the items you have too. So it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I am... I'm enjoying it as a, as <laughs> let me preface this as a big final fantasy seven fan. I am enjoying this. So I, I guess I do see why people may, I, th- I forgot the general consensus that like is 
tedious. I think the cutscenes are too long. Um, I think that's generally it. I can't remember anything else, but, um, that's generally it, I, I believe. So I feel like I'm close to the end, but I'm not sure. Um, at least I looked it up. It's like about 12 hours. It feels like I played <laughs> about 12 hours, but I don't know. Maybe my sense of time is just messed up, but overall I'm enjoying it. I mean, <laughs> Hey, if you got a PS two laying around ready to go in this game, you know, that you've kept all this time ready to go. Hey, by all means play it, you know, but <laughs> yeah, the barrier entry is uh, <laughs> a little difficult, but yeah. So uh, I, I think it's just very underrated. I think uh, maybe just the, the, the time it came out, maybe just was not doing any service. I don't know, but I'm also additionally not necessarily spoilers more or less, but very surprised at the inclusion of all the side characters. I thought at least going in, I thought like there wasn't, wasn't many, uh, wasn't too much inclusion of the, uh, like, you know, existing characters in the final fantasy seven universe, like cloud freaking Barrett, um, Yuffie, um, Tifa, um, uh, oh yeah, freaking uh, Cat Sith of all people. Uh, he has a interesting role in the game. I'm, I don't want to spoil. I mean, even though what this game is like, I don't know how long ago, but I won't spoil it either way. But um, yeah, so I'm enjoying it. it. This technically takes place like three years after the events of the original Final Fantasy seven and I think it also takes place after, I think technically a year after Advent Children. So I was curious about that, considering like how the cutscenes are very Advent Children-esque and the designs look very similar to Advent Children. I think the same designer for the movie uh, was involved in this game too. So that makes obvious sense either way. But yeah, um, Final Fantasy Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to creepily like that at the end, but I had to get I had to get the Cerberus out, you know. Okay. Um, and that pretty much is all I've been watching. Or I mean playing, I'll get into what I've been watching real quick. Um uh, oh, we are we are going, we are going way over, but you know what? Hey, it's E3. I'm gonna let it all out. You know, I'm gonna let it all out. Um, so, uh, first thing, of course, <laughs> I'm still watching family guy here and there, but nothing notable. Uh, but of course the biggest thing we need to talk about, I'll actually, I'll touch on it. I'm not going to try to spoil it until the season's over. That's the least I'll try to stick by Loki episode one, uh, watch that boy right when midnight hit. Um, I'm really, really loving the first episode. Uh, definitely sets a very good, uh, was a pretty good pilot of what to expect, uh, potentially, um, throughout this, this, uh, this, this season. So, um, yeah, uh, at least what do I, is there anything I could talk about without 
is it spoiling it? Um, yeah, I don't really feel like spoiling it either way. Um, pretty, pretty interesting, uh, fact, uh, factor. So I guess this is not necessarily a spoiler. I think everybody knows this, but basically it literally picks up where, um, end game takes, uh, leaves off where, you know, Loki <laughs> actually, uh, the anomaly that, um, the Avengers accidentally have Loki, you know, escaping with the Tesseract, um, where pretty much it starts to, you know, take place after that. Um, it does a lot of fun, interesting stuff. It definitely just overall just sets a really good foundation for, uh, what's to come in this season. So I'm definitely excited, looking forward to, um, what's, what's to come with this season, man. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a lot of fun stuff they're doing with the time. It's funny how they kind of trivialize. Yeah. They really trivialize what, what happened in, in, um, the, the first episode or no, the pretty much <laughs> all of the previous, uh, uh, Marvel MCU so far, uh, at least this new organization kind of for sure trivializes a lot of that of <laughs> in, in a, a very obvious ways to, uh, that I won't spoil, but overall thoroughly enjoying it. Um, this episode was, was pretty awesome. I'm invested. I'm in yet. I, once again, I am invested. Um, yeah. What else was there something else? Something else I wanted to talk about with, um, Loki. I don't think there was maybe not. No, I think that's pretty much it. Really? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Marvel Disney with all these hits, these damn TV shows, they not missing yet. They not. I'm I'm here for it. So I'm curious how this is got this series at least is gonna end. It's definitely gonna set up like some major stuff for the, like the cinematic universe. I'm for sure. I'm definitely certain. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for episode two. It's oh yeah, it's weird now that it's Wednesday instead of uh, Friday. I'm not I'm curious why they. What made them change that? I feel like maybe they're doing it more so for the influencers, maybe so they can like get their content out earlier before the weekend or something. Could be. I don't know. It just seems weird. All of a sudden this show is the one they start doing on on uh, Wednesdays instead of Fridays. Um, but either way, it's fine. Yeah, I'm a still <laughs> I'm a still watch it at midnight anyway. But uh, with all that being said, that concludes, um, well, what I've been watching as well as, uh, episode, what is it? 108 of, uh, switch your sights. Um, yeah. E3 is still here. Um, cannot wait. Uh, well, it's still, we still about to get all this, this news and, and exciting stuff. Um, this time of year is always exciting. Uh, for me. Yeah, this is, this is the, <laughs> this is first Christmas for me personally, but, um, uh, cannot wait until, um, well, what, <laughs> what will be revealed for Nintendo? Um, <sighs> it's just, it's a lot of stuff. 
a lot of stuff to be excited about new generations new potential consoles with nintendo whatever oh so much ah i'm overwhelmed in the best way possible but until next time y'all uh get your game on oh yeah Nobody's safe.